0: salutations everyone out there, and welcome to a wonderful, fun-filled installment of the One Sharp Podcast, where Marvel anime and game reviews and discussions will be held right here, and me to give you the info that you so feverish, feverishly deserve. Ooh, wait to trip over that word. This particular episode I'm going to talk about is uh, one that's dear to me that I've basically been growing up with. And that is uh the Dragon Ball Super review. Now, as most, if not everyone, has seen, hopefully, uh the final episode was a big, big thing. Which, by the way, I'm going to throw out a uh, warning for possible spoilers. Because this really wouldn't be a podcast if I didn't talk about what happened in the everything of Dragon Ball Super. Regardless if... You kind of watch the show, you watch it religiously, or you watch, you just don't really care for it. So, with that being said, let's get on with this. Now, going into the final episode. Now, for a small recap for everyone that has, uh, it's been a while. Uh, Jiren was getting his butt handed to him via Goku Ultra Instinct that has been fully mastered. Um, got him into a corner. And was just about to finish him off until Ultra Instinct worn off. Which, it kind of reminds me with uh, his Kaioken. His Kaioken was kind of the same way. Huge tax on the body. Ultra Instinct kind of did the same thing with him. And he was just pretty much down for the count. Almost lost. If it wasn't for uh, Frieza, and surprise with that, uh, 17. Now, the episode kind of goes into more of a, uh, like I said, huge climax, big finish, where Jiren is fighting 17 and Frieza, they're giving him a run for his money. At one point, you thought he was going to lose, but then Frieza, of course, had to boast instead of just getting the job done, and of course, they talk some sense into Jiren, and Jiren decides to, you know, push back and fight, which then, you know, Goku's still down, his finally mustered up enough energy to help out which he does now when it gets to this point where they finally push back his wall of energy because you know he's all geared up and ready for a really good fight um after that happens then like the real fight begins because 17 is giving him giving them support and yes i I dare i say and the fact that i saw it frieza and goku actually fought together and I'm telling you right now and and I'll put this within like a Kind of like a bar when I first started watching Dragon Ball Z when um Goku fought and defeated Vegeta I was like, oh, this is super cool. This is awesome. Oh, man And then freeze the Frieza saga where he turned Super Saiyan. I got even more stoked i was like oh dude really he gets that much stronger and then he starts whooping his butt left and right up and down and you know super saiyan 2 when gohan goes you know full all out and starts kicking tail and then defeats cell at his best then super saiyan 3 with the boo saga which that was cool and um You know, Super Saiyan God with Beerus, and now Super Saiyan Blue, or Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan, whichever one you prefer. Um, Oh, and Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan Kaioken form, which I honestly thought Goku was going to rip his body apart, uh, even attempting that one, but that was amazing. The fact that he had to fight someone that can skip through time, and having to use the Kaioken with his Super Saiyan Blue, huge risk, but he knew exactly how to use it. And you know Goku and the the Kaioken are just like hand in hand. Now, with that, with all that being said, I mean back to this fight. This fight was phenomenal. I have never jumped out of my seat during any particular episode of Dragon Ball. Anything. I mean, I have, but not like this. I literally freaked out when I saw Goku, Frieza, and go you ahead. Know, they they and. They're charging at Jiren, who is like a, a freaking tank, and they're pushing him back. And 17's giving them the support that they need. And I mean, when Frieza tried to take you know, Jiren down with him, and then the fight even ensued, and it got to the point where Goku got like like pushed to the point where he became Super Saiyan. Now that's what threw me off a little bit. Like he hit his his limit. But somehow, during that that last grand charge, he was showing he was basically trying to become Super Saiyan until like the very end, and um, they finally, finally defeated Jiren. They pushed him off. I mean, Goku and Frieza, you know, took the fall, which left Android Seventeen and thusly Universe Seven the winner. Universe Eleven, of course, got erased. But then, um super dragon balls came into play 17 was given the opportunity to make a wish which i didn't find out towards like the middle end um that if he made a selfish wish the dragon would have erased everything so think that that first episode of ren and stimpy where uh stimpy's being coaxed pushed the 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 something eraser eraser button or some sort where basically it erases uh existence itself it was kind of like that but i mean with android 17 he had better he had he had more self-control in which for all the universes that were erased to be brought back which was super awesome which opens it up for a whole new arc i mean that means go goku can go to other universes now and actually like either challenge these people again or just help out and you know just it it just opens up a whole new chapter for something for many, many people to do. So at the very end, the wish is made. Everyone goes home. Uh everyone's thanking Goku, you know, because you know, he he fought with the best. Goku, I mean, bar none, this guy has never ceased to amaze me and what he did, you know, what he does, or how he does it, um, now, at the very end, of course, you have your be rolling credits, where it just kind of skips into, you know, what happens when they come back, and, you know, another child's being born, and they find out this other child has same powers, and, uh, it's just all this, this information that's being tossed in, now, I, I was, um, Kind of thrown back, cause I guess you know Vegeta wanted to fight Goku, so tells him let's go. So he does. Guess where they go? Now, for all you Dragon Ball Z fans out there that remember the first fight between these two, they went to that same canyon, the same one where the the fight for everything began. And of course, like always, Vegeta is always is always boasting about. Oh, well, I'm going to get Ultra Instinct, and I'm going to be stronger than you. And even if I can't get Ultra Instinct, which, even if, you know, if I did, I'm going to go and still be stronger than you, Goku. And Goku, of course, is like, <laughs> I live for the challenge. Come on, let's go. And it, it ends right there. And I I personally want to just say I was just honestly thrown back. Now... After seeing all of that and the uh, teaser trailer for the new Dragon Ball Super movie, I can't wait to see how they're gonna play that off and see how Goku evolves once again. If he does, if he doesn't, that's still cool. You know, he still has Super Saiyan Blue or Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan, whichever one you want to go with. And he, and and I want to see this villain. This villain I heard about with this movie um, was introduced. Through Akira Toriyama, of course, and his crew, but wasn't actually put into the series. Uh, not even in GT, even though now we don't talk about GT, but with that this this new threat from what I've seen from the teaser trailer, uh looks like he's he's like an ancient ancient Saiyan or in the um in the folklore of the Saiyans, where they uh, had to introduce a Super Saiyan God to stop this ominous threat, I'm kind of wondering if it's him. And I'm also wondering because I saw like a or, uh, green glow. Does he have like the powers of Broly? Now, for most of you that don't know or haven't heard about Broly, which uh, was introduced as special DLC content for Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Uh, of course, Broly is the Legendary Super Saiyan. Um, Broly is the... I can't remember his father's name, but basically he has uh, un unyielding power. He basically is a moving... he's a moving threat. Think uh, the Juggernaut with basically a power plant that he can use to create energy blasts and just blow everything up in front of him. It's kind of like that. Now, I kind of I, I mean with Dragon Ball Super there's so many possibilities. I mean with this movie they can possibly even reintroduce Jiren to help out Goku, which would be amazing. Uh, or even have like Vegeta with his uh new attained form. I mean, that might play a threat or a a a, a piece into this. just so many opportunities and i just would like to see exactly how it's gonna gonna be with this movie which uh the movie will not be out until december when in december not entirely sure but as soon as i come across with more information then i will gladly let every one of you know exactly when and if it's going to be in movie theaters which of course that information will be out on the internet uh quicker than i can come across it but knowing that this movie is in play, then I be well glad to let everyone know exactly how this this movie is going to be or how is it gonna how's it gonna play out. Um now in the grand scheme of things of all of just what I mentioned with the final episode and then the movie, Dragon Ball Super, when it was first introduced, I was actually really stoked about it coming back. Um, picking up after the Boo Saga. So they um with uh as kind of like you know a whole new arc kind and i feel like they um they did this dragon ball super just because of you know let's reintroduce or yes yeah let's introduce a new form but let's not talk about super saiyan 4 which i believe in the series they did talk a little bit about so there's some credibility behind that but also at the same time uh, I've I've grown up watching Dragon Ball Super, or Dragon Ball GT, I'm sorry, Dragon Ball GT, and I mean, the concept was good, but I mean, Goku's a kid and he can only become an adult when he becomes Super Saiyan 4, so, you know, that, that also, I mean, that opens up another question of if they got the Dragon Balls that they made the wish on to make him into a kid and made him make him back into an adult then would that that concept of super saiyan force still be a part of him would that just be kind of like how he transforms into a super saiyan instantly but dragon ball gt had its own little thing and they 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 i mean we no we all know how it ended which was all right you know it was he, Supposed to be bittersweet and everything, and it, it was. I mean, still, but um, yeah, all of this with Dragon Ball Super was actually done pretty good. I like how they started off the beginning where Goku obtains the Super Saiyan God form and fights Beerus, but they also kind of put a little more of an emphasis into how it came to be, or just basically just did a more simplified version from the movie. Now, when they get into Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan, or Super Saiyan Blue, they um, they go into how they trained, which was actually phenomenal. Now, the one thing I really liked about this series is um, at one point Vegeta knew a tad bit more about certain areas, er- about certain parts of their training that Goku had no idea about. Um, case in point, an example where they were in this this realm where it was tough for them to. Uh, control their key, and vegeta instantly knew that this this realm or this area kind of reminded them of the hyperbolic time chamber and it took vegeta to figure it out which then goku then realized wow you're right and then they were able to train and thusly go into super saiyan uh god super saiyan or super saiyan blue which led into the resurrection after resurrection of frieza which played into the second movie where they of course in detail figure you know they show how they obtain super saiyan blue and then how every you know the the fight with frieza soldiers and all the z fighters and then thusly vegeta and uh goku coming back to earth to then fight frieza and save the day like always now after that it's they got really creative i mean with goku black and then uh one of those the Supreme Kai's in training to all these other things. I swear it was just it was really, really outstanding how they they did all this. I I appreciate everything with every episode I've saw, I've seen. Even though there I mean, there was like an episode or two where they were just kinda like, uh, ick and you know, that's alright. But with this it really wasn't like that. I uh actually Especially like when he was trying to use his instant transmission, and it was putting him in all the wrong places where he shouldn't have been. One in particular was Bulma's bedroom, and um, he said the wrong thing, and of course he got out of there as quick as he possibly could because if Bulma wasn't gonna blast him, Vegeta was gonna basically kick his butt out of uh out of the uh the uh, the uh, the bedroom that he was in, um, and it just kept getting better and better i mean the some of the fight sequences were just awesome and then how how you know they tackled certain other little events like gohan getting his mystic form back which you know after after uh the cell saga you know he just kind of played it low-key and did his own thing He still trained but it wasn't quite enough Until the boost, you know, until Majin Buu came into play and then, you know, he got back into training obtained the Mystic Form and then he just kind of dropped off the whole, you know, fighting grid and became a father and raised his family with Pan. Yeah, Pan. No, no, I'm sorry. Videl. I'm sorry. Not Pan. Oh, my God. That's terrible. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, wow. Disregard that part. But, um, you know, he he's starting a family, does his own thing, and then after a while, you know, he he, he loses the, uh, I mean, because with Saiyans, they always train, they always fight, henceforth, they're always ready for battle. Gohan, of course, he's a hybrid. Not quite. But, I mean, overall, Dragon Ball Super, this final episode, and then hopefully with a new season that might, you know, spark back up, hopefully... Either late this year or early next year. I'm hoping for late this year, before the movie comes out. Um in a, in a rating of this, I would honestly give it a solid nine. I would give it a nine. Because how they uh they tackled certain certain things, it's it was just actually just breathtaking. It was awesome. Um I mean if you just really, really look into like the aspects on I mean, you're taking the most popular villain, Frieza, and then Goku, the, the staple for all of this, and those two fighting Jiren, like a common threat to save that universe, and it took them quite a bit to take him down. That that took a lot. That that right there was just like the most heated fight. Next to um Ultra Instinct Goku versus Kefla. Now that one was another good fight where he basically rode her ki blast with his his Kamehameha ready, jumps over them. They're looking up like holy crap, I didn't I didn't expect that and then they got eliminated. Now this, I mean Dragon Ball Super once again, so many opportunities. I can't wait to see what else they have in store for this. And I hope I hope I hope that um they kind of dive a little bit deeper into Goku's Ultra Instinct. So, I mean, because I want to see exactly, like, is there a story behind it? You know, is there a way to master it? Is there a way to where he can kind of limit how much energy he puts into it so the backlash doesn't hit him as hard as it did in the uh, Tournament of Power? Um, So, I mean, with that being said, I mean, wow. So, um... I mean, yeah, that's uh, my Dragon Ball Super review. Solid 9 out of 10 for my rating. Um, hope you all enjoyed the show. This is uh, this is my big wind down. Sorry, I'm, I've been working on intros and outros and everything else. My notebook looks like a disaster. So with this episode ending, this is the One Shark Podcast. I just did a review on Dragon Ball Super and everything else. So, with that being said, uh, everyone, you all take care, take it easy, and get ready to launch your Kamehameha waves. I will talk to you later.